0: And hello, everyone. Welcome to a special edition of the Threes on Fire podcast, Uh, along with Sadell Boyd. I am Irving Henderson. This is not going to be a typical show here. This is uh, our all time all NFL team special. Uh, as we get you guys ready for the start of the upcoming 2022 NFL season, uh, we decided that on top of us doing some things like the five greatest NBA teams of all time, uh, I think we also did like um, our all NBA teams as well. Uh, we decided to go with an all NFL team. Um, so I don't know about you, but this 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 took some work man. this took took a lot of work and uh you know i've kind of been sitting on my team for a while uh i'm still waiting for you to reveal your entire offense uh but i think we did come to some accord as far as the defense was concerned um which is where we are going to kick this thing off at um now Your defense is different from mine because I went with a traditional uh, 4-3 defense. You decided to go with a 3-4 defense. So uh, give me some insight as to why you decided to go 3-4 as opposed to
1: 4-3. Well, I wanted to put more linebackers on the field because there's so many – more I think just like and some of the linebackers are pass rushers like mm-hmm. Lawrence Taylor for instance so I was like dang I can't just use one of my linebackers you know <laughs> I need to be able to use more of my linebackers as a, as a rusher and just a backer you feel me so right. I need to have that extra backer on the field mm-hmm
0: all right, well, I, I I I was almost tiptoeing down that line, but I said no, I think I'll stick with the uh the more traditional four three alignment. Um and we can we can start uh at defensive end and you and I have one agreement here at defensive end and you and I both uh naturally uh pick Reggie yeah I don't think this is like I don't think there's any conversation <laughs> that needs to be had here. uh Reggie White arguably uh the greatest uh, defensive lineman in NFL history. uh now where we did differ at, we differed on our second defensive end. and uh you can tell the truth, you were being a homer, weren't you? Oh, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> so uh, yes, your your second defensive end pick was Julius Peppers. Uh,
1: give, me, give, me, give me some. Not behind Julius Peppers, besides the Homerism, or was, was it just the Homerism? <laughs> oh no no no! Julius Peppers is dang. See, I didn't. Let me let me make sure I got this. Get this right. Because Julius Peppers had uh, about seven or eight seasons in a row where he was uh, double-digit sacks uh, Mm -hmm. for all first-team defense, Mm -hmm. and he had a he had a very
0: long career. Well, I'm looking at so, it. Uh, I had to make sure. I had to, I had to make sure I pulled up his stats here. Uh, yeah, I'm pulling it up now. 159 and a half sacks, uh, 11 interceptions, 52 forced fumbles, six touchdowns. Uh, he was named to the 2000s and 2010s All-Decade Teams. Uh, he was Defensive Rookie of the Year in two thousand two. He had twelve sacks, five forced fumbles, and an interception, and he did that in only twelve games. Um Nine time Pro Bowler as well. So yeah, I, I I I'm not gonna argue too much against your pick. I'm not. Uh, he he belongs in there. I mean, it was
1: either between him and Bruce Bruce Smith, but you know, I got I had a chance well, to. Well for I me, didn't pick well for I didn't me pick Bruce for Smith. me it was for me it was between Peppers and Smith. And I had Smith originally, but then I, mm-hmm. I looked at my man's Pep and I was like, you know what, my man Pep didn't use the Hummer. <laughs> right. I mean he's, he's gonna he's gonna be the only Panther, panther, panther on the list, so
0: <laughs> Well, I, I did not go with Bruce Smith and I think they're they're would have been a case for Bruce Smith, obviously all-time NFL uh, sack leader. But I went, I went a little bit older. I, I chose Deacon Jones. Ooh. I mean, when you, when you talk about having the That's NFL sack, sacks, he's <laughs> the guy that originated this.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, this guy was a quarterback killer. Literally, so it was. It was. It was really. It was really hard for me. You know, I, I thought about going with Bruce Smith, but then I, I had to go with the originator. I chose Deacon Jones as my uh, second defensive end. Uh, moving on to defensive tackle now. Um, I guess I'll start here with yeah, you, have because we have one of the same guys here at defensive tackle. Uh, I'll give my first. Uh, because I have two, and my first is Warren Sapp.
1: Yeah, I'm good with
0: that. Uh,
1: If I had picked a – if I had chosen to uh, do a a 4-3, I'd have mm chosen Warren Sapp as my other defensive tackle too.
0: Uh, Warren Sapp, 96.5 career uh, sacks, 19 forced fumbles, four interceptions. He also has three – uh, defensive touchdowns, he's a seven-time pro bowler, defensive player of the year, four-time first-team all-pro, he made the 90s and 2000s all-decade team, uh, so yeah, I think his 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 numbers are there, I think that's, that's pretty solid, but both of us, uh, when it comes to the next defensive tackle, for me, and your only defensive tackle, we've gone new school. And yeah. we have both chosen Aaron Donald as defensive back. And yeah. I, I just...
1: Look, this man is a... <laughs> it's a machine. This man is a monster. And you know, about the, the teams that I'm thinking about, I'm like, man, Aaron Donald is good as what I thought he was. And it turns mm-hmm. out he's even better. <laughs> Yeah. So like he has defensive end numbers as far as sacks yep. go, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't usually get double digit sacks every year out of a defensive tackle.
0: 98 career sacks, uh 23 force fumbles. Uh, He was a he's a seven time first team all pro, eight time pro bowler, made the NFL 2010s all decade team. He was defensive rookie of the year in 2014. He is also a three time defensive player of the year. So and his career isn't over yet. And it's not over. I mean, he's he's almost guaranteed, you know. Barring injury to get over a hundred sacks.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so I, I, I think this is, yeah. I, You know what? And he may be, if, if I'm looking at our, our list in total, he's the only active defensive player that you and I pick. Let me see. Yeah. He and <laughs> looking, um, looking at my, overall list completely uh he may be the only active guy period on my list um yeah, he might be but we'll, we'll 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 get into that as we go further on in this list uh we're going to move on to uh our linebackers here and let's start with the three linebackers that we have in common before we get to the where we differ at and uh we have Ray Lewis, we have Lawrence yes. Taylor, and we have Derek Thomas.
1: Right. So oh wait, yeah, so that is me because I'm doing the three four.
0: <laughs> um no don't yes. You I have, now, so we, I have now you
1: now of your I have all of your linebackers.
0: And then right, but you team have team. one extra linebacker. So go ahead and reveal to everyone who your extra linebacker here is in this group. Oh, Mike Singletary.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're I don't, I don't about think. The
0: 85, 85 Bears. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the leader My, of that. Defense. Mike Singletary, a two time NFL defensive player of the year, 17 first team All Pro, 10 time Pro Bowler, all 80s decade team uh yeah, I don't think there was any <laughs> I don't think there was any doubt about this one. I don't now I I I almost went Homer and put uh Chuck Bennarick on this list, which would have been justified, but uh when you look at the career that Derek Thomas had and you look at the career that Lawrence Taylor had and then Ray Lewis as well I like, I resisted the urge to go Homer and went with uh Ray Lewis. <laughs> okay.
1: You know what's funny? Um when I was coming down to getting Derek Thomas, I also was like, he was like the last one for me. And mm-hmm. I wanted to go like older school, right? Like mm-hmm. how you did with Deacon Jones. And I was thinking about the, the Steelers. And still, curtain in the seventies, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go Jack Ham, right? But I mean, I literally flipped the coin, and it came up Derek Thomas.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's and and then that's the thing. You look at the list overall, and you start to realize, oh man, I left this guy off. Oh man, I left this guy off. Uh, like it, it happens. It happens right. because now you're only you're only looking at you know, you only have 11 spaces, right? But there are so many all-time greats, like you said, like Jack Ham gets left off, Ben Eric gets left off. Uh, you could even say Jack Lambert, Lambert, also from the Steel Curtain, gets oh. left off. Uh, we don't have uh, Mean Joe Green on this list, right? Right. <laughs> You know, Even dudes like a dudes like a Urlacher, right? Neither of us picked Bruce Smith. So I mean, <laughs> there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that you know. And again, this is where we leave it up to you. Talk to us. Let us know who you think we may have. You know, underestimated, <laughs> underrated, or just completely whiffed on on who should have possibly been on this list uh, but now we're going to move into safety and again um, we we have now we didn't differentiate safety positions so we didn't differentiate between free safety strong safety um, we both have Ed Reed right now right. I have Ronnie Lott on my list at safety and you have Troy Polamalu? Oh damn, man! Like <laughs> now, I don't, here's I don't the know thing,
1: what to say, man. Because what can you do?
0: No, no, no. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that I know. I know that there are Eagles fans listening right now, knowing that I'm an Eagles fan, that are yelling, "How could you not pick Brian Dawkins?" And Believe me, it was hard as hell to not put Brian Dawkins on this list. Right. But but to me, you know, Ronnie Lott is just he he was just better. He was just better. So when you start talking about, you know, and again, we didn't differentiate safety positions. Ronnie Lott could also play corner. Yeah. So you could move Ronnie Lott around, and, and I know you picked Troy Polamalu. Polamalu was like a linebacker a playing linebacker
1: safety. playing safety, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, these lists, they become so difficult, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. You really got to – sometimes it comes down to preference because I like that. I don't
0: know. It like, does. It does come down to preference sometimes. It does. It it comes down to, you know, well, well, some of it also comes down to, you know, eras. And Mm -hmm. eras, you know, you grew up in. So we grew up seeing certain guys, you know, we never saw, you know, Deacon Jones. Like, I've seen, you know, highlights of Deacon Jones. But we'd be more inclined to pick guys that we saw. Right. Because, you know, we saw them. So that's like when we start talking about when we were going over the basketball list and people were saying like, well, you know, guys like Bill Russell and Wilt and guys from the 70s and whatnot, why is it so hard to keep those guys like within that group? It's not that they weren't great players. It's not that. It's not that they don't possibly belong on this list. It's just Some players go by the eye test. Yeah. And when we get to the eye test, the eye test comes out, you know, heavy here when we talk about our cornerbacks, because here we are in agreement again. We're in agreement again here where we both have Deion Sanders and Rod Woodson. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a point in time, especially uh, in the early 90s where both of these guys could have been considered the best cornerback in the league. Absolutely. Rod Woodson was the first cornerback I remember that was really adept at the cornerback, which you did not see frequently, but there were some games when the Steelers would play the Bills, and he just about wore Jim Kelly out.
1: <laughs> he was on that ass, man. Like, and and ride on safety. That's another thing about Rod.
0: Oh, I know there are going to be some people out there that may ask, like, "Well, how in the world, like, can you guys?" You know, put Rod Woodson on this list. Well, it's easy. Six time first team all pro, 11 time pro bowler, led the league in interceptions twice. He was on the uh, 75th anniversary all time team. He was on the 90s all decade team. He was on the 100th anniversary time team. uh, And he has the most interceptions returned for a touchdown in league history with 12, 17 total touchdowns. 71 interceptions. Uh, so I mean, <laughs> go ahead.
1: He, he has, he has. If I'm if I'm correct, he has more. He has more interceptions than Dion. So. Uh, that yes. losing. Oh, hold on a
0: second. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got, I got some sort of messes, but no, we're good, we're good. Everything's good.
1: Yeah, no. Um,
0: he, Hold on a second. Oh, I was supposed to have these on the ready. Deion Sanders had uh, 54 career interceptions. 54 career interceptions. Uh, he defensive player of the year in 1994, six-time first-team All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowler. 90s all decade team, 100th anniversary all time team as well. So, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't think either of these guys was the wrong choice. I, I know some people are gonna say like, uh, you know, guys like Darrell Revis. I mean, possibly could have this, Charles Woodson this. could have been on this. Charles Woodson could have made this list. I mean there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that uh Daryl Green. Daryl Green could've made this. Daryl Green. You know? Yep. So again, oh uh no nah, I don't know. I was about to say maybe Champ Bailey, but no nah, but I think Not I think quite. we got I think we got these guys right. Uh, now we're going on into the special teams aspect of things. Uh, Got to pick a kicker, got to pick a punter, got to pick returners. So we're going to start with our punter and our kick returners. Uh, your punter was Shane Leckler. My punter was Ray Guy. Ray Guy is the only punter in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, now we're going to our <laughs> kick returners. Uh, your kick returners one of the greatest nicknames in sports. The human joystick Dante Hall. Now, for me, Dante Hall was kind of like a comet. You know, he was there, he was great, he was spectacular, and then he was gone.
1: Yeah. yeah. I yeah.
0: went with consistency. Okay, I chose Brian Mitchell.
1: Okay,
0: re- if I'm yeah, not Brian mistaken, Mitchell Brian Mitchell, Brian Mitchell is, I think he's top ten all time. Uh, in in all purpose yards. No, excuse me, not just top ten. He's second all time in all purpose yards. Yeah, all time. Playing did it for a long time. <laughs> and he he has uh 13 special teams touchdowns. That's second all time. We'll definitely get to that. Uh and yeah, the only person in front of him in all purpose yardage is Jerry Rice. <laughs> well, that's like surprise <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's surprised by that. <laughs> uh, so we're going to move on and we're going to go to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, let's start on the offensive line and we will start with our offensive tackles. Uh, my two said, all, go ahead. say What did you, you say? You said kicker? Did you say punt returner? No, we'll, we'll get the punt returner when we do offense. Oh, all right. And all right. kicker and punt returner once we get to the end of offense. Okay. Actually, you know what? Before we get to the offense, let's go. Let's go coaching staff. Uh, let's let, let's let's go with who's coaching these guys up. Uh, I have Vince Lombardi as my head coach. Bill Belichick is my defensive coordinator, and Bill Walsh as my offensive coordinator. Man, you really have to. You really have to just go. No. <laughs> Man, you guys Come on, you. man! That's like,
1: that's like going chalk, man.
0: Come on. Who <laughs> else would you go with in this situation, man? Who else would you go with? I thought you was gonna at least be spicy, man. You no, no. Come well, on. first of all, well, first of all, well, let's let's talk about it this way. Well, hold on. Let's talk about it this way, and uh, and I'll talk about it from this aspect of it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna talk about Bill Belichick as a head coach, okay. I'm going to talk about Bill Belichick, the defensive coordinator. Yeah, I was going to say right? you made him the coordinator, though. Right. No, but I, again, I, I the game plan that Bill Belichick had just in terms of his defensive mind against that 90 Bills team who were an up-tempo, no-huddle offense, he basically said, okay, here's the deal we'll let you run the ball. We'll let you have all of the running yards you could possibly want, but we are not letting you throw the ball all over the field. And it threw Buffalo off because they wanted to throw the ball. They wanted to get the ball to Andre Reed. They wanted to get the ball to James Lofton, but they couldn't. And they were – going three and out rather quickly. So just, I I think for me, that and then also uh, beating that Broncos team uh, in the Super Bowl a few years earlier and going up against a great quarterback in John Elway, I think Belichick as a defensive coordinator, even with his championships as a head coach, I think it is because of how he was as a defensive coordinator that that translated into him as a head coach in New England with the offenses they had to face in the Super Bowls that that they won. I mean, even as a head coach, they went up against some prolific offenses in the Super Bowl and his game planning as a defensive coordinator is second to none. That's true. (laughs) That's true. And I mean, now again, same situation with Bill Walsh. And again, I not just because of what he did as a head coach, but Bill Walsh is the father of the West Coast offense. So when you see all of these teams, you know, you know, in the in the eighties and nineties and the two thousands running the West Coast offense, that's Bill Walsh's thing.
1: And yeah. Well, mostly everybody. It wasn't some kind of iteration of the West Coast
0: office offense now, pretty right. much. Right. And it was done out of necessity because his quarterback at the time, Virgil Hill, had an injury, so he couldn't throw yeah. deep passes. So it was like okay, we're, we're gonna run quick hitting passes, you know, get the ball out of your hand quickly. And it was out of necessity that the West Coast offense was born. So I mean, I know, I know I went chalk here. I know I did. But I mean, <laughs> who else was I gonna pick? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, if you got something
1: different, by all means. I do have something different, but well, we do have we uh, do both have Bill Walsh, but I have Bill Walsh. Okay. I have Bill Walsh as my head. I have Mike Shanahan as coordinator. And I have Buddy Ryan as my defensive coordinator. Mm.
0: Now, okay. I can see that. I can see that. Mike (laughs) Shanahan and then you got Buddy Ryan as your defensive coordinator. Got you. All right. All right, cool, cool, cool. And, and, and oh, now Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan. Well, see, here's the thing like Mike Shanahan and Bill Walsh are connected. They're connected. That's why, yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I got you. I, I'll take that. I'll take that. That, that makes sense. That, that makes some sort of sense. Buddy Ryan, though, what, just off of that one year? Or or are you are you also gonna give him credit for the defenses he built here in Philly? The
1: defense he built in Philly.
0: Okay. Yeah, because he damn sure ain't give one iota about that offense.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's why I needed two offensive of <laughs> masterminds exactly. to offset.
0: Anybody that doesn't know, Buddy Ryan's offensive game plan as head coach of the Eagles was, we just need Randall Cunningham to make three big plays and we're good. Damn building the offensive line. Damn giving him a running back (laughs) worth a damn. (laughs) (laughs) Show's on you, kid. Make it happen. (laughs) All right, let's get into this offense, and and we'll start with –
1: go ahead. Just real quick with with Buddy Ryan, you know, he already had with Reggie White, so I got some rapport. Yeah, my best – And – And –
0: And Julius Peppers, and you get – And Lars Taylor. Yeah, we well, you've, you, you well, here's the thing. You've actually, <laughs> you've actually given Buddy Ryan two of his players because he's got Reggie White and Mike Singletary. I forgot. And, and he's, and he's got two monsters on the outside or wherever you decide to line them up at. You have Lawrence Taylor and Derek Thomas. You have no idea where this is coming from. None, you have no idea where this is and Troy Polamalu, yeah. Oh, god, yeah, this.
1: he fits the aggression yeah. that I thought about from, from my defense. i I see
0: that, I definitely see that. Okay, well, we're gonna move on to offensive tackle now. Uh, my two tackles I have Orlando Pace and Joe Thomas. Now, Sedel, I have. None of your offensive players uh logged in, so as you give them to me, I'm taking them in. Who are your two offensive tackles? Well, you can copy your Orlando page. Mm-hmm. And my other you know what? I almost went with him. I almost went with him. I I had him in. <laughs> I had a minute. And I said, "Nah, I'll go with Joe Thomas." And and Joe Thomas's career—what I mean, damn shame! One of the best yeah. offensive tackles in NFL history never, never played a single races. playoff. He's to He's to <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, who do you have at your two guard positions? We have at least Larry Allen. And the okay. one, Bruce Matthews. All right, so we 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 agreed on that because I have Larry Allen and Bruce Matthews. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I don't know. think again. Th- th- I think this one was a no brainer. I think this one was a no brainer. I don't think there was any any reason to have any conversation about these guards. Uh, for a big man, Larry Allen could move. Like I mean. Now, as, as an Eagles fan, I hated the hell out of him. but you know, you got to tell the truth. Larry Allen was just a beast out there. I mean, we're not we're not talking about Emmitt Smith being the all-time leading rusher in NFL history without a guy like Larry Allen in front of him. No. no. And if you don't know anything about Bruce Matthews, uh you guys can can Look up Bruce Matthews' career uh, and see for yourself how great of a guard that he was. Now we're in a position that I kind of really had some difficulty with. I did. I I had some difficulty with this position. I I did. And I went with Dermani Dawson. I went with Mike Webster. Oh man. So we went, so you went with the guy and I went with the guy that replaced the guy. (laughs) I mean, makes sense though. I mean, Pittsburgh has had a nice lineage of great centers. Yeah. And this was just the, you know, I, I think it's ironic that you went with Mike Webster and I went with the guy that replaced him as center. I mean, you can like like that. Oh man, the connection between those two guys is unbelievable. And one other thing, speaking of Pittsburgh, before we move on, real quick, um, we're sitting here right now, and I'm I'm not shy about telling my age. I'm 43 years old. So, now, do you understand? Even even across your lifetime as well, and you're a little bit younger than I am. The Steelers have only had three head coaches. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Chuck Noll, <laughs> Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin. That's it. That is that is unheard of in anything. For these guys to have only had three head coaches over, you know, 50 some odd years. Mm-hmm. And for for about half of that time, you had Mike Webster and Dermani Dawson. All right, so Dale, who's your tight end mm-hmm. Wow, you machine Shannon sharp, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 look up this let's look up the stats for shannon sharp real quick uh he is in the pro football hall of fame he's a three-time super bowl champion four-time first team all pro eight-time pro bowler a member of the all 90s decade team uh he had the most receiving yards in a game by a tight end With 214, he had over 10,000 receiving yards and 62 touchdowns. I don't think that's a bad choice. I don't. Now, obviously, I I did not choose Shannon Sharp. I chose Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez, a six-time first-team All-Pro, 14-time Pro Pro Bowler, led the league in receptions in 2004. He was on the 2000s All-Decade team. And he was on the 100th anniversary all time team. He has the most receptions and receiving yards for a tight end in NFL history Uh, uh, 15,127 yards and 111 touchdowns. Now, listen, I don't. But you said Tony. I
1: mean, it was was literally between those two. But I figured you kind of would use Tony Tony G. So. I wanna
0: hit somebody different on my team. I mean, yeah, I get it. I get it. I I, I think I think uh because now we're about to get into some, some real no-brainers here. I do have
1: one more thing though to say. At least you
0: ain't talk again and go Rob Gernkowski. Why would I choose Rob Gronkowski? <laughs> I mean, Gronk, don't get me wrong. Gronk is good, but I don't think Gronk is better than either Shannon Sharp or Tony Gonzalez. Okay. No, don't. Uh, I don't Gronk was never even in consideration for me. Mm-mm. Uh,
1: you know, I think a lot of people might consider him considering the success between him and Tom Brady in the playoffs. Uh, I think he, he might have the most uh... What does he have the most of? Probably, probably for sure, touchdown receptions of tight ends in the playoffs. I'm almost sure he has that.
0: Uh, he has the most receiving touchdowns in a season by a tight end. Most career postseason touchdowns by a tight end. Most total touchdowns in a season by a tight by a tight end, and most 100 yard games by a tight end. Yeah. Yeah, four-time champion, four-time first-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler, 2010s All-Decade Team, 100th Anniversary All-Time Team. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue with anybody that has Rob Gronkowski. I'm just saying I would. I don't have him on my list. Yeah. All right, well, let's start start with the absolute no-brainer as we move the wide receiver, Jerry Rice. Jerry
1: Rice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think we need to have any other conversation other than just saying his name, Jerry Rice. Uh, Who do you have as your second wide receiver? I think that was another no-brainer because I also have Randy Moss. And now here is what you and I have been having conversations with since we went over this list, right? Who is the third guy? Because I think you and I both knew that Moss and Rice were going to be one and two no matter what. Now we're talking about the third guy. And I told you my third guy was going to have people scratching their head and raising an eyebrow. But I'm going to start with you, your third guy.
1: Oh, man, okay. So remember when you talked about uh consistency mm-hmm. <laughs> back with the uh, I think that was the kick returner or punt returner. Mhm. And I went with a guy who's been very consistent over his career and uh mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh quite a bit of longevity. I went with Larry Fitzgerald.
0: Okay. All right, and he he just retired recently, didn't he? All right, so uh, let's let's look at the numbers on Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, only a All Pro first team player once, which is shocking to me. That is. did uh, an eleven. No, there's something. <laughs> yeah, I I think he did. Well, but uh, then again, but I mean, again,
1: there's the other guy that I was going between back and forth from with that was also played at the same time mhm I mean
0: Megatron was out there <laughs> yeah true true he was up against some really really tough uh wide receivers in his generation but more shocking to me than only making the first team all pro once he only made the second all team uh second all pro team twice. So he's only a three-time All-Pro player? That doesn't make any sense. I I mean, 11-time Pro Bowler, twice he led the league in receptions, twice he led the league in touchdowns, uh, receiving touchdowns.
1: None of those
0: years that I just said coincide with each other either. Uh, He was on the 2010s All-Decade team. He's also on the 100th anniversary All-Time team. Yeah, I, wow. One first team all pro selection. Well, here it is. Here it is. Now, I am not afraid to admit, this is a childhood pick, right? This is definitely a childhood pick. And no, it is not a Philadelphia Eagle. Oh, really? (laughs) No, not a Philadelphia Eagle. Right. My guy in the third wide receiver spot is Steve Largent. Yes. A, yes. 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 Steve a, Largent. A, yeah. Now, here's no, another no, guy. No, only on okay, first, no, no. first selection. Just once. Uh, four times on the second team seven-time pro bowler, led the league in receiving yards twice. He was on the 80s all-decade team. He also was on the 100th anniversary all-time team. He retired with exactly 100 career touchdown receptions. And at the time of his retirement, he held every all-time receiving record there was. Yeah. Now, I know the game has shifted today to be more pass-oriented. This is a guy that was putting up those kinds of numbers when passing seasons weren't as prolific as they are right now. I mean, 4,000-yard passers in the league right now come a dime a dozen. Guys throwing for 3,500 yards, you know, it's like nothing, That wasn't happening then. And mind you, his two quarterbacks while he was putting up these numbers were Jim Zorn and Dave Craig. So to me, to me, Steve Largent, you know, just, just edged out guys like Fitzgerald, like T.O., like
1: like a Chris Carter.
0: Megatron, to me, Steve Largent is just above that bar. Okay, i give you that. All right, Uh, right, let's move on to running backs as we are almost done here with this list. Oh, we did not go fullback. So anybody wondering where the fullbacks are? We did not take a fullback. We decided to go with three wide receivers and one running back.
1: Let's think let's right here um, real
0: quick. If you was to pick a fullback, just off the top of your head, who would you say? If I was to pick a fullback right off the top of my head, I would probably go with Larry Sinners.
1: Larry Sinners?
0: Okay. Yeah, off the top of my head, I'd go with Larry Sinners. That was the first name that popped in my head. And I know there's like a couple of other names that popped in my head as well, but Larry Sinners would have probably been my first pick.
1: No, that's a damn good one, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, give me Mike That Another good name. Another good name. Uh, you could have went with uh, Moose Johnston from uh, Dallas. Tom Rathman, also not a bad choice either. Uh, a guy whose career was pretty good, but I wouldn't say great. Uh, Kevin Turner, one of the best blocking fullbacks uh of the nineties. So, I mean, we, we'd have been here all week trying to find fullbacks. So that's why we went with three wide receivers and no fullback. Uh, My running back. uh, And again, there's probably about like five or six guys that could have made this list. I went with Walter Payton. Of course you did. (laughs) Now, looking
1: at Walter Payton, besides me.
0: because oh, I, I know play, you. You went with Barry Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> and I was about to say that. When you look at this offensive line, oh, man, give Barry Sanders this offensive line. Please. Please. Now, uh, I went with Walter Payton. Now, honestly, this is the part that's going to gonna like mess with people's heads here, right? Yeah, I nearly went way outside the box with this pick, and I nearly went with Marshall Falk. (laughs) I nearly went with Marshall Falk because of the versatility, right? The versatility.
1: No, I I understand. I, I totally understand. Because Marshall Falk is kind of the prototype. Well, maybe there was one before him, but he's kind of like what they want every running
0: back to be these days. Well, there's he there's one guy before him. And Walter Payton was kind of like that, but not on the level that uh Roger Craig was.
1: Roger Craig, yeah.
0: Because Roger Craig was the first running back to get a thousand uh, rushing yards and a thousand receiving like... yards in the same season. Yeah. So I mean <sighs> Yeah, I I think I think this was this was there was a handful of guys that for me were up for consideration. Before before everybody jumped down our throat, yes, we know Jim Brown. (laughs) Yes, Jim Brown as well. Right, right. Jim (laughs) Jim Jim Brown. Uh there may be some people of a certain age that would say uh Eric Dickerson.
1: Eric Dickerson.
0: Uh Emmett. I know, I know there's some Dallas fans out there. How are you gonna leave Emmett off this list? No, okay. Emmett was up for consideration as well, yes. All right. Uh Even, even, even to the newer guys, uh, Ladainian Tomlinson, right? Uh, we talk about we talk about longevity. Uh, Curtis Martin, right? Another really? guy that's that under the radar, but another great running back, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So it's not like we're talking about like you hear say Curtis Martin, and if anybody like like frown they face up. Curtis Martin is a Hall oh, of no. Famer and well-deserved oh. be in the no, Hall no, of Famer. All right, stats. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and a guy that just retired for longevity, Frank Gore. Not Frank saying Gore. he's, you know, not saying he belongs on this list, but when you talk about a running back being that durable, lasting that long, and having those kinds of numbers, they're definitely Hall of Fame type numbers. Um, I think you and I could have flipped a coin, and either of the two guys we picked make sense here on this list. All right. Now it's time for that position. Quarterback. I'm sorry. You may have him on your list. I don't. And you want to call me a hater, anybody listening, I don't care. Call me a hater. My quarterback is Joe Montana. (laughs) All right? My quarterback is Joe Montana. Now, go ahead and and do it. Go ahead and do it because I know you did it. So go ahead and do it. (laughs) Who you got?
1: I got my boy Peyton Manning.
0: <laughs> oh, we gonna hear about this one.
1: <laughs> we gonna hear about this Willie. You don't particularly like Peyton all that
0: either. So, no. Listen, I don't have I don't have a problem with Peyton Manning. I have a big problem with the guy that neither of us picked. That people are gonna give a shit about. No, Tom no. Brady did not make this list. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You want to put Tom Brady on a list, make your own damn list. <laughs> <laughs> He's not making my list. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. I'm and sorry. It was, it and, I'm- was, uh,
1: and it was down for
0: – it was
1: down to Peyton man and Joe Montana. So I didn't even have <laughs> Tom
0: Brady as, the you know, the other side of that coin. I was no, like- and that's my – And and that's my thing. Like for me, it came down to Joe Montana and Tom Brady. So I think like I think this may be again where it's like almost like a a, almost like a generational tug of war here. You understand what I'm saying? Because Peyton Manning, I I know Peyton Manning was that guy. Yeah. Like, but for me, Joe Montana was that guy, and it's like. Joe Montana is the only player, and I want to make this clear, not not quarterback, he's the only player to ever make me forget that I was a fan of my team. (laughs) That's it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm a kid, like, jumping up and down, and like, oh, he just threw that touchdown pass against us. (laughs) So it went from – it went from like excitement to oh sh- that's not good.
1: <laughs> like oh, yeah, we,
0: we yeah. about to lose. <laughs> I definitely understand and, that. And, and and you know what? Like like one one quick one quick uh kind of Montana related story. Uh when I was in eighth grade, I had a, I had a friend in school who was a 49ers fan right? But he had a Randall Cunningham jersey, right? Now, I'm an Eagles fan, but I had a Joe Montana jersey, right? The Eagles and 49ers played each other uh, that season, and we had a bet. The loser had to wear their jersey to school all week, right? And it came down to the refs completely botching a ball placement spot that cost the Eagles the game. (laughs) Now I've never seen a ref like spot the ball, then pick it up and move the ball backwards just far enough that a team comes up short of a first down (laughs) and it cost us the game. And I had to wear my Montana Jersey to school that whole entire week, man. Now, I was smart enough to wash it every night. but <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> That's not the point. I had to wear my mind. Oh, that one hurt, man. That one hurt. Yeah, man. No, that would hurt my heart. Man. All right. Well, we're down to our last two spots left. And let's just let everybody know our last two spots that we have left. We both agree on. Uh, we both have Adam Vinatieri as our kicker. Um, clearly one of the most clutch kickers in NFL history. And we have Devin Hester as our punt returner. Again, greatest punt returner in NFL history. Hester may even be the greatest returner in NFL history. Um, Now, the thing about it is you wanted to put Hester in both slots. (laughs) You wanted to put Hester in both slots, and I I was like, nah, because – you know, that's, that's, I mean, it's almost too easy. Right. So I, I had to say, like, now give them one or the other and we'll pick a different guy. No, now, now, watch, like, strategy.
1: I'm on special teams, considering the mix of mm-hmm. my team. I'm putting them both out there. Mm-hmm. on both. On you the kick returns <laughs> On the kick returns yep. and the punt returns. I'm- so now, <laughs> so you kick the ball out of the You're not giving it, you're, yep. you're, you're not, you're not gonna try the corner, kick it to one side or the other, nothing. You're just kicking out of bounds the yep. And
0: Thank if you. they both back there on a kick return, you squib kicking it <laughs> all day. Now, again, uh, I almost had that similar issue uh with Brian Mitchell because I felt like Brian Mitchell could go in either or the only the only two people I had in consideration besides Devin Hester for punt returners are Eric Metcalf oh. and Deshaun Jackson. Yo, you put that one. was now, it. That's that's
1: one that dang I'm mad I ain't thinking that Metcalf. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that... well, because because Devin Hester is was so great at what he did. Like it's almost like you start forgetting other names because it's like, yo, Devin Hester was just like for for a couple of years. Do not kick him the ball. Yeah. Do not <laughs> kick him the ball. And anyone that is is, is that remembers uh the the infamous Dennis Green they are who they they are who we thought they were right yeah right that was because of Devin Hester like that Monday night football game between the Cardinals and the Bears the Bears won that game without scoring an offensive touchdown <laughs> Like I'd have lost my shit too. I'm sorry. I'd have lost my shit too. But at the same time, like do not give this guy a chance to beat us. And he's still the only guy to like open a Super Bowl with a kick return touchdown. Oh. And I know it's I know it's some Bears fans out there that I just I just struck a nerve with because the rest of the game was all downhill after that. But you had that one moment.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: they wasn't going to win that game. But <laughs> no, 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 they weren't going to win that game. But it looked, it looked good when it, it started, though. It looked good for a while, but yeah, it was, it was all downhill after that. <laughs> all right, so before we get out of here, just gonna recap who we have picked for you guys uh, one more time. Uh, our defensive teams, we both agree on Reggie White at defensive end. Uh, we differ at the other defensive end spot. Sedell so going with Julius Peppers. I took Deacon Jones. Sedell so running a 3-4 defense, me running a 4-3. Uh, we both chose Aaron Donald as our defensive tackle. My extra defensive tackle is Warren Sapp. At linebacker, we agree on Ray Lewis, Lawrence Taylor, and Derek Thomas. Sedell's extra linebacker was Mike Singletary. Uh, we both agree on Ed Reed as safety. We differ at the other safety position. Sedell having Troy Polamalu, me having Ronnie Lott. Uh, we have the same uh, cornerbacks, both having Deion Sanders and Rod Woodson. Sedell's punter is Shane Leckler. Mine is Ray By. My kick returner is Brian Mitchell. Saddell's kick returner is Dante Paul. Oh. On the offensive side, we both have Orlando Pace at tackle. We differ at the other tackle. Uh, me having Joe Thomas, Saddell having Jonathan Ogden. We both have the same guards, Larry Allen and Bruce Matthews. We differ at the center position, but picked off the same team. Sadell with Mike Webster, me with Dermani Dawson. We differ at the tight end position. I had Tony Gonzalez. Sedell has Shannon Sharp. We have the same two wide receivers in our three wide receiver set, Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. Our third wide receiver spot is different. Sedell has Larry Fitzgerald. I have Steve Largent. Running backs different. Sedell, Barry Sanders, me, Walter Payton. We both also have different quarterbacks. Tom Brady did not make it. I have Joe Montana. Sedell has Peyton Manning. Uh, Kickers, we both have Adam Vinatieri, and we both have Devin Hester as our punt returner. Our coaching staffs, I went basically, you know, with the standard. I got Vince Lombardi as head coach, Bill Belichick, my defensive coordinator, Bill Walsh as my offensive coordinator. Sedell has Bill Walsh. As his head coach, Buddy Ryan is his defensive coordinator, and Mike Shanahan as his offensive coordinator. Saddell, so this was fun. Yeah,
1: this
0: was fun. I, I if it's one thing I love about sports, I love being able to go back and do research. Did a lot of research on this. I know that we left some old school players out of the mix. I know we left some players from. The generations that we grew up in, out of the mix as well. If you guys out there have anybody that you think that we missed, leave a comment. You know, even give an explanation on why you think this person should have been in. But there it is. There are our all-time all NFL teams. Sedel, anything you want to add before we get out of here?
1: No, nah, man, that was had a great time, man, coming up with this.
0: Well, uh, I don't. I don't uh, listen. I think. Uh, I think this is a good format for us to pick our own all NFL teams at the end of the season.
1: That's a very good idea.
0: I was thinking so I, about I, that too. So I think. I think we're 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 gonna we're de- definitely gonna go with that. Um, also, I think. I think we may have the the space to do the same thing with the NBA. You know, the NBA gives out their awards. I think we'll start giving out our awards as well on the show. Um, Yeah, so uh, guys, just I cannot wait. The season is getting set to start. Uh, I would love to say good luck to your teams, but wishing luck to your teams might be bad luck to my team, especially if they play each other this year. Uh, But I, I, I just hope you guys enjoy watching the football this year. Um, and that's it. We're out of here. That is our all NFL teams. Have a good one, everybody.